Hello there, Lou Conran here and welcome to my podcast, How's Your Week Been? It's a very simple process. You email me on info at louconran.com. You tell me how your week's been. I'll tell you lot how my week's been. And then we'll meet back, same time, same place, the following week. Um, and share the minutiae of each other's lives. And occasionally, I will be talking to a little special guest who will share their stories and their exploits. So here, sit back, get a cup of tea, and have a listen to this. Well, hello. Yeah, I'm not in my onesie today. For the listener, what I'm sporting is very messy hair, a very pale face still got a bottom uh, behind my head I'm wearing a jumper that says bonjour no bra uh, you didn't need to know that but there you go um now then how's my week been well I've had a very busy week actually which is why I'm very slow on the uptake on getting these blooming things done I shouldn't say that Louise because this was your idea and it is of your own making so blah 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 Little update on the bunting. I'm now uh, I'm now making smaller buntings, and these will be name labels uh, for people. Yeah, so that'll be nice. I've actually bought some very. Are you still awake? Uh, I've bought some very exciting transfer stuff, so I can print on that and iron iron the names onto the little bunting. So um, yeah, so that's good. I don't iron, so that's uh, that's an issue. Uh, I. There it, we do have an iron in the house. Ooh, but as to where it is, no idea. Uh, so where have I been this week? Um, I have been to, oh, well, I went to um, Manning Tree. Yes, Manning Tree in Essex. I went to do uh, the very first Pride that they had in Manningtree this weekend. And lovely Kirsty from um, from Playground, online Playground gigs from the lockdown, was in the audience and she it was lovely to see her and she very kindly helped me out by um, filming me, uh, trying to be funny to an audience of people who were absolutely delightful. It was four o'clock in the afternoon or probably five o'clock by the time we got going. And I have to say, they were feral. Very happy to be there, Very well, as was I. Uh, they were very excitable, as, as was I. And, um, yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, a lovely man called Ray, very cute man called Ray and his lovely wife, Carla, I think it was. Yeah, Carla. Lovely people. Um, and do you know what? I know it was a success because... When uh, the lovely lady Laura that runs the pub uh, was clearing all the glasses away at the end of the the gig, um, there was a perfect patch of piss on one of the chairs. A perfect patch of piss. So, and I know who it was. Uh, mucky, mucky bitch. That's all I can say. They were hammered. There were some lovely ladies at the back of the room. Absolutely arsehole. A fair play to them. They were excited. And it was a lovely day. And Manningtree, I have to say, is flipping posh. And as Kirsty said to me, well, she was like, I think, from the, my assumption anyway, this is not specifically from Kirsty, my assumption was that some of the older crowd of the residents, I meant some of the older residents in Manningtree, potentially may not have been 
particularly happy that there might have been an uh, event for uh, people not like them. Remember, so anyway, which was a good thing because they weren't there. So good, bugger off, you miserable bastards. So what else have I done? So I went there and then I went to, oh, well, I spent the whole day on Sunday sitting around in my car on one of the hottest days known to man. It's very difficult sometimes being on the road because um, you have to sort of, most of the time, if you're staying in a hotel, you get chucked out at like 11 o'clock, 12 if you're lucky. And then you won't have a gig until eight o'clock that night. So then you have to sort of busy yourself from 11 or 12 for as many hours feels like it you have to busy yourself (sighs) till you go to your gig and it was a very very hot day on Sunday so I found myself I went I was in um I stayed in a hotel weird weird hotel in um in the Ipswich area now I'm not au fait with the Ipswich area and I have to say if you live there godspeed my friends um yeah weird hotel sort of walked in and it was it sort of had this air of grandeur about it it had so much promise there were leisure facilities there was a swimming pool I believe there was a tennis court there was I mean look at me this doesn't do exercise does it and then um so it sort of showed so much promise and there was an outside garden and lots of people in the sunshine drinking beers and um, and then you get to the room. Ugh. It's always such a disappointment. So much promise and then you get to the room and then I think I was on the top floor uh, with a window um, no bigger than my anus, no air conditioning. I know that's a luxury. There was no air conditioning. There was a fan, like a an electric fan that that probably a cat breathing would have been more effective. I would suggest. I'd bought myself a bottle of wine as a little treat because it was such a lovely day, and I'd spent the day with everybody being arsehole, and it just sort of made me think. Well, perhaps I would like to have a little drink. So I went and bought myself a nice bottle of wine. Got into the room, no fridge, fine. Went downstairs to the bar, got myself a bucket of ice to put it in. Took it back up to the room. I'd also bought myself a packet of ham and a broccoli quiche, which had been sat in the car, so that had gone off. But I thought I still ate it anyway, because I thought sometimes I don't mind doing that because sometimes my body needs a purge. So I'll, I know that's not nice to admit to, but sometimes I deliberately eat something dodgy so that I can have a good shit get it all out but anyway got this bucket of ice got the wine a lovely pinot gratio from somewhere and um and then like the room was so hot most of the mice that mice mice well if that had been there I'd have been out of there I'm not keen most of the ice had melted within about an hour and I was so hot and I'd felt a bit icky-dicky from the broccoli quiche. A quiche with no sides. I couldn't drink the wine. Well, it was warm, wasn't it? Because the, the ice had melted and basically just a bottle of wine sat in a bucket of water. So, yeah. And the smallest telly in the world. I mean, come on. These hotels these days, come on, raise your game. I'd, if I wanted to sit in front of a bloody speak and spell to try and watch telly then I would 
And if you don't know what a speaking spell is, then Google it. It's what we had to play with when we were kids. None of this Z-Box or whatever it is. Thank you very much. Um, I'm being very grumpy today. I've been very grumpy. I can only apologise. But it's probably everybody else's fault. Yeah. Also, if you're in a hotel or in the hotel industry, put plugs by the side of the bed, please. I used to I used to put um, an extension lead adaptery thing in my luggage, but I've stopped doing that now because most places have cottoned on to the fact that you need a plug by the side of the bed, if not a USB socket. Get with the 21st century, guys. Oh, I am grumpy. Anyway, and then I got chucked out at 11 on the Sunday, and then I was like, oh, my next gig, which was in Haverhill... I'm so sorry if you live in Haverhill. What a shithole. What do you do in Haverhill for 11 o'clock, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 hours? Well, I didn't do anything. I went and sat in a National Trust garden, which, by the way, I thought I don't mind paying money to park in the car park and have a walk around the grounds and sit in the garden. But can I just say, £11? Oh, but that'll give you access to the tea room and the toilets. Well, now I can't afford a fucking cup of tea, can I? Because I've paid £11 to come in just for the pleasure of sitting in your pigging garden while I waste several hours trying to do something. Anyway, it was very nice. It was pleasant. These people that work in National Trust houses, I'm sure they're all delightful, but the majority of them, I'm sure, have a very lonely life, which is what... Which I am not um, being rude about that because it actually having volunteers at a National Trust place, what an amazing thing to go and do because then you're you're meeting people and you're probably picking up some friendships along the way and you're in a beautiful house. I don't have a problem with that. However, I walked in this place and this lady, she was in an electric wheelchair, wheeled over. Excuse me, have you been to this house before? No, Maureen or whatever her name was in her wheelchair. No, I haven't, actually. Well, would you like to know more about it? She said in a quite a threatening manner. And then I felt obliged to actually say yes, because I don't do confrontation, believe it or not, in real life. I do on stage, but not in real life. Um, so then I, I had to listen to Maureen give me the rundown on the house. Well, if I'd have had that in the first place, I wouldn't have needed to pay 11 flipping pounds, would I, to go in? <sighs> anyway, I walked around that house. It was very quick. But 11 pounds. And the tea room, I went in to go and get myself a lemonade. That was five pounds for a tin of bubbly shit. Oh, Louise, you're being so miserable. Anyway, I sat in the garden for a couple of hours and I sewed me bunting. I'm taking it everywhere with me now. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a game changer because it not only is it mindful, but it, it did prevent me from spending a lot of money extra on top of the other lot of money that I did spend. Anyway, what else have I done? Oh, well, we were back doing playground in real life at Stafford at the gatehouse, which was lovely. Um, and then I was just always lovely. And I got, you know, a lovely man called Neil gave me a lovely bag of um, shower steamer things and some bath bombs. But don't worry, he didn't sort of 
make the most out of his own fecal matter. I think he actually has a company that makes them. You have to be so careful when you take presents off audience members because I know people in the past that have thought it was a Mars bar. Let's just say it wasn't. And uh, so thank you, Neil, from Fizz Bombs, um, or Fizzy Bombs, or whatever they're called. I'll find out. That would be helpful, wouldn't it? Bear with me, caller. Neil, 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 Fizz Bombs. Fizz, Fizz, the Fizzbiz. The Fizzbiz. Uh, Fizzbiz underscore UK on Instagram. Lovely vegan um, ingredients, because I'm very allergic to a lot of things. Didn't want to tell Neil that because he'd put so much effort into it. But actually, I can use most of it. So that's nice, isn't it? You do have to be careful. Um, what? So anyway, yes, gifts, me. Lovely. Don't give me a turd wrapped up in a Mars bar, though. Thank you. And what else have we done? Well, I tell you what. Went out today with the, with the mother and the father. Mine. My dad's got carpal tunnel poor thing is a very active man my dad used to go to earthquakes and dig people out of emergency situations he was in a real life group called international rescue which was part funded by ian anderson of the thunderbirds which is why it's called international rescue and he went to many earthquakes he he went to um el salvador he went to what's the word armenia and a couple of other places. He's a hero, my dad. Very active. Used to be a fireman, paramedic. You name it, he's done it. Health and safety on film sets. Don't ask him about the James Bond one <clears throat> where somebody died. But anyway, um, very active. Oh, can't use his hands or arms properly anymore. And it's awful to when you see somebody that you love dearly not being as active as they used to be. Anyway, went out with them today and um, he uh, took us for lunch at a lovely, lovely cafe place in amongst the trees in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Well, I think, is this a thing that happens when you get older? You just eat as much as you can when you can because, well, you don't know when you're going to eat again, do you? If you? If you can remember to eat. They both had a bowl of red pepper soup for a starter. Now, this place, this is sort of a cafe that doesn't really offer starters. So I was a little bit surprised when they ordered the soup. And I thought, well, that's nice, sensible. They'll probably have a nice roll or a sandwich on the side. No, they had the soup with a massive ciabatta roll. And then they had, uh, they both ordered a fuck-off massive ploughman's as a main. Is it a thing that you do when you're older? Stock up at lunchtime and then have a very light dinner. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It's the perils of getting older, isn't it? When do you get your bus pass? Is it 65 or is it 60? Because if it's 60, the gentleman gentleman caller will be getting his next year. Oh, and then I'll be married to a pensioner. Jesus. Oh, God. Anyway, I love him. Yeah, I do. He's up. Do you know he's upstairs currently? We did a bit of wallpapering yesterday. I'll tell you the scenario. What it was, we bought some wallpaper in September last year. You know, you, you're busy, aren't you? So to get round to doing things. Well, he said to me, and it was a bit of a deal breaker. He said to me, "If you cup my balls, I will do anything you want me to do." 
So I held his lovely little Hasselback potatoes in my hand and he said, oh, ask me anything. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What do you need? What do you want? And I just said, the wallpapering done. Anyway, it's been done yesterday. I'll tell you what, partners of people with balls, right? If you want something done, I've realised, just hold them and stroke them like they're little voles. Nine times out of ten, I, I would suggest you probably get what you want. I'm working on a loft extension at the moment, so I'm really going to cradle them balls really hard, or not hard, really for a, a lengthy period of time, and I'm going to tickle their velvety skins until I get what I want. It's the future. Yeah. I thought you had to suck the... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, let's have a look. I've had some emails from people. Thank you for getting in touch, by the way. I'm very grateful. A lot of you have um, been in touch this week, actually. So let's go to the emails and if I can get my... Yes. So first one in, Claire Forrester. Well, thank you. And as you know, I don't read these beforehand um, because I like the I like the spontaneity of it. So Claire Forrester uh, from old playground days. I have to say my week has been pretty fantastic. Oh, well, Claire, get you. I only worked on Monday and then I've been off all week. What a treat for you, Claire. I hope you've done something bloody marvellous well she has she saw some fantastic comedians at the new material gig uh she says have you heard of it oh claire you silly sausage tuesday we went to the cheshire show oh where emily got oh god i read i read that wrong i i read it as emily got shot but no emily who's claire's partner uh shot a gun for the first time and we both rode in the back of a fuck off monster truck even went over a couple of cars. Of course you did. I have driven over a car before, not in a monster truck, in my mum's Ford Fiesta. Yeah, true story. My sister, when she got married, and we're going back a long time ago, uh, my sister's married to a Brazilian and half of Brazil came over to the UK for their wedding. And it was my duty to go and pick some of them up from the airport and drop them at their hotel. Well, I didn't speak Portuguese apart from hello, blowjob you're welcome and you can't really say that to your sister's potential new family can you anyway so I'd gone to pick up a load of the Brazils right from Heathrow airport I dropped them off at the hotel and then I I was in such a fluster to go back to my mum and dad's house because I had a load of other duties that I sort of got in a fluster with the car and I'd parked in a car park and I'd reversed but I reversed up, literally up the side of somebody's car that was parked next to me. I don't know how I did it. I don't know how you get a Ford Fiesta on two wheels, but I managed to do it. And then I thought, well, I'm stuck on this car now. What do I do? Well, anyway, I just carried on. And eventually I'd sort of done a 180 sort of, not on a 180, 90 degree kind of angle. Um, and then, um, And then just sort of like... I carried on reversing and then I'd sort of left a massive imprint of the Ford's wheels up the side of this car. Well, I tell you this, there was no CCTV in those days. I got the hell out of that hotel. Yes! Don't tell anyone. Oh, and then on the the, the same occasion for my sister's wedding, um, they had got a higher car. Now, in Brazil, people leave their cars in gear. Why do people do that? 
don't do that. He left. I had to move their car out of the way. My brother-in-law left the car in gear. I switched the engine on and I drove straight into the front porch of my mum and dad's house. So, I mean, driving wasn't my finest point. Anyway, so, Claire. Tuesday, which is a show. She had an x-ray on her hand on Thursday. Oh, well, why, Claire? Is it like RSI, repetitive strain injury? Too much personal time, Claire, you dirty cow. We will wait and see what they say about that. And in a fleet of madness, I signed up to four PT sessions at the gym. Well, Claire, that's where you've lost me there. Desperation to shift this spare tyre I've acquired thanks to the menopause and HRT. Oh, Claire, don't. Oh, my God. I'm supposed to be getting in a wedding dress, Claire, and I'm going to have to buy a gazebo just to put my the front half of my person in because my tits are fucking massive and my gunt is huge. So I'll... I'll well, gazebos probably need a marquee actually as well as a dress oh weddings now going to london to see pink i saw her at the isle of Wight festival i don't do festivals but i went to this festival for some reason with my mate jill the pill who accidentally licked out a woman once and um oh i don't do festivals because i don't do camping and i'll tell you for why this was the festival that for me really put the nail in the head in the head i don't know what i'm saying because I was in a tent at the Isle of Wight Festival. Oh, I'd just been to see Pink. She was amazing. She was in that ball thing. Oh, went back to my tent. Anyway, managed to get a little bit of sleep. Got woken up by, and it was a beautiful morning. Really warm in the tent, so sweaty. I was on my own in the tent. I don't know how people cop off at festivals, because you know what, with festival fanny. But... I got woken up like on the, I don't know what morning it was, say the Sunday morning by the sun rising and it was coming up and it was just illuminating the tent and it was a beautiful morning. It must have been about five o'clock, so I probably had about an hour's sleep. And the smell of the countryside wafting in my tent. And I thought, do you know what? Maybe festivals aren't that bad. Until I then heard somebody go, Oh, Dave, have you just done a shit? Yeah. Where? Round the back of this black tent. And when I got out of the tent, I realised that those smells of the countryside, because my tent was quite small and there was no real gaps between people's tents, I was probably nose to bumhole away from this man while he crowned one off, probably less than an inch from my actual face. So that is why I don't like festivals and the portaloos, they're disgusting. Well, Claire and Emily, I tell you what you've had, what a week you've had. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'd like to know what's going on with your hand, please, unless it's, you know, need, unless you need it amputated, in which case then I'm sorry for bringing that up. But you did put it in the email and I am going to have to know because I need more details. Thank you. Now then, next email. Who's this? Mark Watson, also a playgrounder. Hello, Mark. How are you? Been a bit of a crazy week for you, has it? Oh my God, here we go. I visited one of the most haunted buildings in the US and the old Washoe Club in Virginia, Virginia Cote, Nevada. Very spooky pics that were clear when taken, but then when saved to the phone were all blurred. I'm not a big ghost hunter, but such an eerie and weird building. Well, Mark, you have got me going there. As I've said before, 
we have got a ghost in this house and I have a video on my phone where the gentleman caller was in the kitchen on his own the other day and the lights started flashing like disco lights and for the Patreons I will post this video up on the Patreon page so you can see the gentleman caller in our kitchen filming the ghosts flicking our lights around. Oh, I love it, Mark. Well, you see, now you've opened this door, haven't you? And you went back, you went from there back to San Francisco. <gasps> I went to San Francisco with a wonderful friend. Um, you might know her, she's on the telly. Went to San Francisco and, uh, oh my God, well, did you go to the cheesecake shop? Well, he went there and he's had a blowout in the RV. Oh, you're so cool, Mark. You were in an RV. If I thought the shock of ghosts was bad enough this one was worse just a small uh, eight hour wait for a cut recovery as well oh tedious in 30 settled to see a seat oh no oh what a bloody nightmare as we were on the way home my partner's neighbor called to say that the tree in her garden had fallen down and landed on her car and it's looking likely to be a write-off oh god crush the bonnet and the roof oh nightmare Oh, no. Well, I mean, there is a bonus about this, isn't there? It wasn't your car and it wasn't your tree. Then they had, I then had to leave my partner behind in the US, hoping she'll be back over in the new year or, or me heading there. Oh, I hope so, Mark. Isn't that nice that you can just go and sort of like have a little road trip, go and hook up with your beloved, then go and have some fun times and then come back, learn to miss each other. And then, you see, this is what I keep saying to the gentleman caller. Why don't you go away for a few days and then we'll miss each other and then it will be like we've just met when you come back. But no, apparently locking him in the cellar is not the same. So after a traumatic last few days in the US, I came back to Blighty and was obviously felt the need for some laughter. So you came to the Sarah Millican's playground in the last... Yes... And then the gentleman caller sang a song about, which was a parody of the jams, That's Entertainment, which I have therefore had to listen to every pigging, waking hour of every day. Very amusing uh, lyrics, which I can't repeat on this because they are very un-PC. Then he topped that off with another trip to the Frog and Bucket on Saturday to see Hayley Ellis, Barry, Barry Dobbs and a couple of others. But well, I tell you what, oh, Mark, well, what a mixed bag. We've had hauntings, we've had uh, breakdowns, hopefully not your own mental breakdown, Mark, and a tree crashing down. Now then, I did have another one. Where's she gone? Lydia's back. Dear Lou, my week has been a mixture of good and bad. Oh, God, sorry. My mum and dad celebrated their 65th wedding anniversary. Jesus Christ. 65 years, Lydia. Oh, wow. That's a bit, what do you get for that then? Like, is it like paper or wood? Or, well, I suppose a medal, really, for 65 years. Wow. What's the secret, Lydia? What is the secret? Now then, we spoke about Lydia last week. She's uh, got her condition called mycothenia. Now, I looked that up. You see, we're learning, Lydia, and it's a muscle well, I don't know why I'm telling you this. Because you know. Because this is your life. She had a hospital appointment soon. She'd be. Oh gosh, you had to be admitted to have your plasma exchanged. Oh my word! 
Isn't that fascinating what they can do with the human body? And like, if you listen to the episode with my sister, and she's a scientist and she's fascinated by blood, right? Of course. But isn't it amazing that you can just sort of have that exchanged? So they'll take out the bad plasma and replace it with good plasma. And also the human body is amazing at sort of knowing how to try and heal itself. Sometimes it doesn't always work, but sometimes it's good at letting you know. I just find it fascinating. Oh, well, I hope you're out now. Are you still in hospital, Lydia? Ah, what a bugger. You must let me email me and tell me what hospital you're in. I'll send you a donut or something, if you're allowed. Well, and she says, I, I'm very happy to have the podcast to listen to. Well, I'm, you know, some people might be like, oh my goodness, why is Lydia saying that? Because this will just actually set you back. Well, I hope not. I hope you've got other podcasts because this, don't put this on repeat for the love of the Lord. Oh, you'll do yourself more damage, won't you? Oh, I had another one. Where is it? Can't find it. Oh, here it is. Waitrose, 25% cash back with healthy food. Oh, fuck off with your healthy food, Waitrose. Can't go to Waitrose and eat healthy food. You have to just have all of the good shit, don't you? I love a Waitrose. It's that sort of decadence, isn't it? Where you just feel like... You feel like you're posh for a bit, don't you? When you when you eat stuff from Waitrose. Just like... I used to, When I lived in Brighton, there was a Waitrose like on the main sort of drag near a Churchill Square shopping centre. And um, what I used to like doing was going and getting a sandwich or something, because that's probably all I could afford. And then um, I like to get a carrier bag, Waitrose carrier bag, and then put all my other shopping in that just to make it look like I had money and that I knew that I was like, yeah, well, posh and that. That's quite sad, really, isn't it? Yeah, I'm scratching my foot. Now then, I haven't spoken to anybody this week and I don't think I'm going to because I am in a particularly bad mood. I don't think my HRT is really working, so I am having to... I think I will have to go back to the doctors to get that sorted. I feel very grumpy at the moment and I don't know whether that's because the world has gone to shit or because just because I'm hormonal. I mean, for the listener, you can't see me right now, but I do look like I have actually been in an open top car uh with the sunshine blasting through my hair with headphones on um slash dragged through a hedge i've had a wash today i haven't had a shower but i have had a wash and i'm gonna keep my bath for a bit later while i have the fizzbiz uh bath bomb pina colada bath bomb in my bath love a bath oh when i was a teenager My mum was quite hectic when I was growing up, so what I used to do was have a bath every night, lock myself in the bathroom, just to get a bit of peace and quiet. Didn't have bath bombs then. I mean, I'm making out that I'm like of a Victorian age. I'm not, but today I feel like it. Oh, is that arsehole? Sorry. The other day, parked the car outside the house, okay, and I'd gone up the curb a bit, and um, because we'd having there was like roadworks outside our house. Don't get me started on that furious. And um, and then when they'd all gone, the roadworks, 
I thought, well, I'll go and move my car off the curb because if anybody was in a buggy or something, they'd have problems getting past or in a wheelchair or whatever. So I went out to go and move my car and this, this lady that... She'll remain nameless because I don't know her name and I'm not going to find it out. She came shooting down the road and just pulled into the space that I was reversing my car into. Oh, I was livid. Livid. And I thought, if I, I'm not a violent person. Well, only with the Hasselbacks. I was so angry that I d- deliberately reversed my car I've got a monitor and a camera in the car so I can see, so I wouldn't deliberately hit somebody's car. But I reversed so close to that woman's car that she was really going to regret that. Yeah. And then I got out the car and she'd been watching me. And then she went, "Uh, excuse me. And I thought, fuck you. So I just walked off in the opposite direction to my house because I didn't want her to know where I lived, even though I live one but one down the road from her so she probably knows who I am anyway well I went to the shop I was so angry I bought a bottle of wine I'm hoping she does that more often actually because if that's the result me getting angry and me buying wine oh dear had a very bad day again whoopsie do anyway then her husband came home and he did exactly the same to me so what I'd actually done inevitably was I just wedged myself in because I'd driven so close to her car and he'd backed in and done exactly the same to me like an arse so I did it to myself and I don't believe in God but that was God's way wasn't it yeah so what I'm basically saying is don't be a twat Louise karma will come and get you and I need to maybe just calm down a bit hmm Anyway, on that note, um, I'm going to go and see what the gentleman caller's doing upstairs. As I said, he's um, he, he's do- finishing off the wallpapering. Let's just say some of it didn't go on the way it should have, and the man is very thorough. If that man's going to l- put a lick of anything on anything or anyone, <laughs> so just put it this way, he's very thorough. Okay. <laughs> Right then, Uh, well listen you lot, um, have a great week. Please keep emailing me in because I like to know that I am not the only lunatic in this uh, world. I like to know that other people get annoyed by the things that I get annoyed by. Mark, I'd like more information about the haunted house please. And for the Patreon people, I will post the video of our haunted kitchen. Anyway, so listen, you lot. Thank you for listening. It's very much appreciated. Email me in on info at luconran.com. Tell me how your week's been. Let's share it with everybody. And if you want to join the Patreon, then you can do. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash comedian. But otherwise, have yourselves a very good week. And I will speak to you next time. Thank you. Ciao, ciao.